we have four people here repeats. We have um, Matt. Hello. Juan. Moran. Moran. Francisco. Francisco. No, 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 forget that shit. No. Is this a present? Yeah, it's for you. Oh, okay, okay, thank you. I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna take my picture or something. Thank you. Please, please, please go, go inside. Are you guys traveling together? No, uh, no, we just went. But one of the things I tell you is don't make friends and don't bond. You won't listen to me, but because familiarity breeds contempt. One of the reasons you're poor is because you're familiar with a lot too many people. And who taught you how to be familiar, George? Your parents. And he's Greek, and they're even more familiar. There's a whole lot of stories about Greeks, but I don't want to get into that right now because we're on YouTube. When we're, I'm not on YouTube, I'll, we'll tell more stories about the Greek. Um, but you're not here to bond. And um, one of the reasons that you're here is that, um, I, and I'm going to ask a general question, but I don't want you to raise your hands. If you've ever been bullied, sexually abused, physically abused, mentally abused, hurt emotionally, if there's anybody that doesn't fall into one of those categories, one of those categories, and be honest, be candid, please raise your hand. We got one fucking liar. We have one liar. Because we're going we're gonna to pound significantly on emotional bank accounts here. And that's why you're not more successful. And for those of you that are successful, and we have some successful people in the room. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to take away from your success, as meager as it might be. But it's because we have two bank accounts in life. We have an emotional bank account. We have a, a um, financial bank account. And most of you guys have worked, and this is no women again, Sal. No women again. I don't know, maybe there's a trend. Um, is that um, you've been concerned about your financial bank account, and what has allowed you or kept you from growing your financial bank account is your emotional bank account. And I asked those questions about being this, that, and the other thing, and we got one guy who says he isn't, which is bullshit, because we all have, myself included, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett. Donald Trump, all, you know. Um, and the, uh, but we focus on the wrong thing. And I'm not a uh, motivational speaker, although I'm totally pretty good. I'm not a uh, life coach, because I don't even know what the fuck that means, life coach. I think it's a guy with a college degree that's out of work. I think. I'm not positive. Uh, and I'm certainly not a success coach. I'm a high-performance coach. And I'm the only guy that talks about creating money. Now, even the stupidest in the room, and I'll figure that out by tomorrow night, would probably say, Dan, maybe you're the only one that talks about creating wealth is because you're the only one that's created any. Because I am, literally, the only motherfucker on the planet that talks about creating wealth and equity and gives you numbers that I can substantiate. Now, why do you think the one guy that's never been abused or all that shit, why do you think that nobody else talks about it? No. Okay. If I was a stand-up comic, this would be my guy. No. 
Why doesn't anybody talk about... No. Okay. If I was a stand-up comic, this would be my guy. No. Why doesn't anybody talk about the numbers that they've created vis-a-vis creating wealth, rich, net worth? Why doesn't anybody else talk about it? Fucking right. That's correct. Because they haven't created tuppence. Are you wearing any jewelry tonight? No, no, you're not. I normally say they haven't created as much jewelry as my wife has. She doesn't have too much jewelry on tonight, so I can't say that. And money's not everything, but it's the only thing anybody keeps track of since the pyramids. Money's not everything. But as I said, how many London reelers do we have? Oh, no, I'll put it another way. How many non-London reelers do we have? Oh, about, okay. Well, Brian, if you're watching this... <laughs> Uh, and Brian Rose of London Real is a, he's like a Muslim that is now turned to be born-again Christian. And that's a big leap, okay? And he's like a convert Catholic about QLA. Because he went through the October seminar and he bought it hook, fucking line, and sinker. And uh, not bought it in a negative way, bought it in a positive way, because it's already transforming his life. And he's a very bright guy. Not just because he went to MIT. Uh, but the downside is, he's how many engineers do we have in the room? Too bad. Engineers have a tough time. How many accountants do we have in the room? How many lawyers do we have in the room? How many doctors do we have in the room? Well, normally he doesn't admit to it, but anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is George, second time. This is Rob, Bavarian Bob, as we affectionately call him, or Robert, ninth time, correct? Ninth. Now you can figure out in your little 50 IQ brains, why would this fucker, and he pay, pay nine fucking times to come back. I'm not going to ask Mr. Non-Abuse over there. Uh, and Matt's third time in a year, right? Well, three times in a year. This is your third time in what, 12 months, correct? Okay, 12 months in a few days. That's why he's not richer. <laughs> and this is your second time in four months? Yeah. Four and a half months. Four and a half months. So you have to ask yourself, why did these guys come back? Uh, well, nine times is a whole other case. But I mean, uh, three, uh, two in a year. Right? A year and a few days, to be technical. Because you black guys came to the seminar in January. <laughs> and uh, why? Be because the shit works. And well, in fact, a couple of the slides that I have, actually, without your name, relate to you, vis-a-vis -vis your fantastic growth in the last 12 months. Um, and it's because the stuff works. The stuff works. But London Real, through Brian, has allowed me the opportunity to spread the, uh, the gospel um, to a lot more people. And now, uh, because of that exposure that I had last April, I'm in uh, discussions both in London and in Los Angeles for a reality show, um, amongst other things, documentary, re-release of my book, some other things. Um, because the um, a medium that I completely overlooked, I thought social media was for jack-offs. I still think social media is for jack-offs. And we're going to show you some statistics that uh, for those of you that spend more than 20 minutes a day on Facebook, you should put a, a gun right here and blow your fucking brains out. 
but that's a whole other story. I can just tell by the looks on your faces that you know, we got a lot of guys that uh, use social media. Um, but we have, uh, because of Brian, uh, it's opened up like Pandora's box for me. And, 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 and high-performance people, when they have a, just a little bit of light uh, at the end of the tunnel, jump on it. And I've jumped on it, and I've, and I've developed it uh, quite a bit in the last eight months more so than most people would because I continue to take action. I'm not af afraid to get, in, get involved in self-deprecation. I'm not afraid to make mistakes. I said in, um, in a recent interview, I don't know if it was the Art of Charm or the uh, Entrepreneur on Fire. Anyway, because now I've been in, uh, involved with a lot, being interviewed in a lot of podcasts, that I made 21 mistakes last year. And I only and people only talk about the four or five things that I did that were successful. 21. I struck out, closed down, shit canned, 21 things. A little less than two a month. And some of the things that I closed down, you'd be living off of. Some of the things, one of the things I closed down, you'd be fucking retired off of. So what does that say about me? So what does that say about me and you? That says, other than we're talking about different levels of, of um, monetary wealth, that I'm not afraid to say that I made a mistake, one, and two, and more importantly, I'm not afraid, even if something works, if it isn't working to my expectation, why should I keep it? Whereas you guys will milk something, even if it doesn't work, it's like a bad relationship. Oh, I've got seven years invested in this bitch. You know, I've got three kids, I've got a mortgage, I've got this and i got that. I can't cut the cut loose. Well, it could be the reverse, yeah. It's, yeah, absolutely, it could be the reverse. And in many cases, it probably is the reverse. But the point is, you know, it gets back to what our emotional baggage is and uh, the, the lack thereof, except for Mr. Non-Emotional Baggage over here, which will we'll get him to admit he's got all those problems before the end of the week. Uh, how many um, people do we have from Britain here? How many from the United States? How many from mainland Europe? Any from South America? Yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, any from Australia? Okay. Okay, so we've got a diverse group again. Now, I want to say something now here before I forget. I do believe there are stupid questions, contrary to what you're told in school. And if you ask me a stupid question, I, let me define what a stupid question is. If I talked about it, I told you to read certain documents before you got here. You got a letter. You got an email. If you ask me a question about one of the documents that has information in one of the documents I told you to read in the seminar, I will chastise you, deball you, and hang you out the dry. High performance people do their fucking homework. So for your sake, I hope the fuck you read everything I told you to read.
It's going to be a long motherfucking week. So for those of you that didn't, I'd fucking read it tonight before I went to bed. I can just tell by the looks, the dipshit looks on your face, you didn't read all this shit. Why do you think I sent that email out? This is what you're supposed to read. For practice? That's one of the reasons you're not more successful. And the biggest reason you're not more successful is because you don't focus. I'm going to tell one little vignette, and then we're going to cut off the YouTubers. About 25, 30 years ago, when Bill Gates was already very successful, he wanted to have Warren Buffett as his mentor. So his mother, being a good mom, said, oh, what, what can I do to help my son, Billy? Well, I'll invite Warren Buffett to dinner. Now, this is legend. It's on the, just because it's on the Internet doesn't make it true, but this is legend. So she has a dinner party, and she invites some successful people. Nobody's successful uh, as Mr. Buffett. And so when Bill comes over to his mom's house, he says, well, fuck, Warren Buffett's here. That's cool. So they're sitting down around the dinner table, and um, they're making chit-chat like you do at around the dinner table. And Mrs. Uh, Gates says, she gives an open-ended question, an open-ended question, not to any specific person on the around the table. What do you attribute your success to? Simultaneously, Mr. Buffett and Bill Gates Jr., because his dad's name is Bill Gates as well, Bill Gates Jr. said the same one fucking word simultaneously that they attributed their success to. Focus. What you guys don't have. The reason why I've lived in this fucking castle more than 30 years and I had, haven't had to work for more than 30 years is because of focus. So you didn't have to send me the 10 grand pounds. You could have stayed at home and played with your girlfriend or your wife or taken your kids to fucking Disney World. Focus. And we spend a great deal of time on focus and how you generate the habits that go along with the motivation. Okay, YouTubers, thank you very much. Good night. We'll see you later.